Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. My name is Sabina Brennan and I'll be injecting a weekly shot to boost your brain health and build up your super brain. So what can you do to make your memory stick? Well, your brain is a highly organized structure and it capitalizes on a vast network of interacting connections between neurons to get its job done. You can optimize your memory function by involving as many parts of your brain as you can in the memory making process. Often we tend to focus on repeated verbalization, you know, saying something over and over and over again. If someone gives you a phone number and you, you know, your battery's dead and you can't put it into your phone, you might say it over and over again. And you just use that as a ploy to boost your memory. And now we do this in part because it's how we learn to memorize things at school. Now, there's nothing wrong with using your verbal memory. But if you want to increase your chances of accessing your memories again in the future, it might be smart to switch on as many areas of your brain as possible. Like you did as a child before teachers taught you to narrow your focus to verbal learning. So think about it. When you were a kid, when you were a toddler, just watch any toddler interacting um, with their environment. You know, when they're learning, they touch things, they put things in their mouth, they smell things, they feel things, they even roll around on top of things. Um, and they're actively learning and actively engaging all of their senses as they do so. So a really good tip to boost your memory is to activate your senses because they can play a powerful role in embedding memories in your brain. Actively engaging your senses will help to enrich each memory that you encode. Have you ever been reminded of a romantic moment by the faintest waft of a long forgotten scent? You know, that's a memory that's really been embedded in your brain. Take your time. It's important not to rush. If you're having trouble remembering something, put your attention into neutral gear and try to create images of that person or of that location. This is a good strategy because the autobiographical slice of memory is stacked full of imagery, which should help to jog your memory and help you recall that bit of information you're searching for. The more senses you can activate, the better your chance of remembering. Think back to when um, in, in the most recent episode when I spoke to Hillary, you know, and I asked her how she could so clearly recall things from, um, you know, when she started school at the age of four. And, and she said she actually visualized going into the classroom and seeing the children in the classroom. So she really was activating um, her senses. Make it a habit. As you go about your day, consciously activate your senses. Drink in your surroundings and notice colours and listen actively. Are birds singing 
is the dishwasher humming? You know, what can you smell? Reach out and touch your surroundings. Notice how the sofa shifts with your body or how the carpet feels under your foot. Next time you take a train or the bus or however you travel, alert your senses to each bus stop or train station. Try to encode sensory information about the location with the name of the station. Later in the day, you can mentally make the same journey again using your senses as a guide. Your brain has the capacity to remember information through any of your five senses and practicing doing that will really get you into the habit um, as you go through life. The memories for each of these senses activate different areas of your brain. So if someone is wearing perfume or an aftershave, take note of the aroma as you remember his or her name. Um, if a song is playing as you learn a new driving route, think about that when you're driving that route again. Activating more brain areas as you learn can increase the likelihood that you'll remember something. Visualization can be very effective too. So next time you have to remember a shopping list, try seeing the words um, on the list or the items themselves in your mind's eye. Visualization can be really powerful, but if you're out of practice with making mental images, it might take a bit of practice first. Verbalizing information to be remembered in your head is also effective and it's what most of us tend to do anyway. And listening to yourself repeat information will help to make it stick, especially if you do it out loud. Um, that will work too. And here's a little tip just to kind of um, minimize stressful moments in the morning, you know, when you're running around looking for your, your, your car keys or your glasses or whatever. Just create a one-stop drop you know, a spot in your hallway or your porch, like a box or a drawer, um, a place for important stuff in your life that you need and lose regularly, such as your keys, your glasses, your wallet, your swipe card, you know, driver's license, even hospital appointment cards, that kind of thing. Be absolutely disciplined about always putting them in that place when you come home. Be strict about putting these items in that designated place um, and just Never put them anywhere else. Do this for about just two or three weeks until it becomes a habit. And you'll not only always know where to find the important items, you'll get a benefit from, you know, the side effect of reduced stress levels and extra time for a cuppa in the morning. Another way to help boost your memory is to categorize. Categorizing or chunking information is really an invaluable tool for maximizing your memory performance. So instead of trying to remember a random shopping list, you know, butter, oranges, carrots, cheese, apples, cabbage, grapes and milk, try grouping the items together by category. For example, fruit, veg and dairy. It's much easier to just remember, you know, three fruits, fruits, two veg, three dairy items than a random list of eight items. And um, of course, most of us now have smartphones and lots of digital ways to to record this kind of information. And I totally advocate using those um, as, as well, provided you don't use it to replace your memory and let, you know, brain cells die off. Use it to free up space in your memory to get in other information um, that will boost your brain. Dividing information into small chunks is particularly useful for numbers um, with several digits. So remembering, um, you know, this eight digit number, three, two, one, four, five, two, six, Two is tough, but remembering these three numbers, 321, 452 and 62 is relatively easy. Mobile phones, as I've just said, really have lessened the need to memorize telephone numbers. But there's still plenty of numbers where chunking can be useful. For example, if you want to commit a long number like your credit card details or one of your many online passwords to memory. 
Categorizing can also help when you want to retain larger blocks of text from a report or for a, from a book or, you know, if you're studying for an exam or something. Dispense with non-essential information and break the content into key bullet points. Actively doing this can be far more effective than just rereading and rereading a paragraph over and over, trying to retain all of the information. Reorganizing the information that you wish to retain in a way that has meaning for you is also really quite effective. Simply putting on your own structure or stamp on content can help you to retain content more clearly and for longer. I've shared a couple of animations that I've made about memory on the Superbrain podcast Instagram. I've also included one that answers the question, when should you be concerned about your memory, which you might find useful if you're experiencing any memory problems yourself or you've noticed changes that concern you in someone that you care about. I've really just covered the tip of the iceberg when it comes to memory, so you can be sure I'll be coming back to memory again and again. For now, that's all for this edition of Superbrain. For regular updates and bonus material, follow Superbrain Podcast on Instagram and at Sabina underscore Brennan on Twitter. Of course, if you want to learn more about brain health, you can check out my book, 100 Days to a Younger Brain, from your local library, or you can buy it wherever you purchase books. Subscribe to Superbrain on Apple, Spotify, Google, Acast, or wherever you consume your podcasts and remember if you love it rate it review it and share it my name is sabina brennan and you've been listening to super brain the podcast for everyone with a brain hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.